Welcome to Yentl and Nikki's podcast. We're just two Jersey girls that are insanely bored and ready to talk about anything, everything, and sometimes, honestly, nothing at all. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Yento and Nikki podcast. In this week's episode, we discuss Yento's dismay for a popular television show. We also discuss the do's and don'ts of workplace etiquette and how do we move forward in getting ahead in our careers. And lastly, we ring it out with some Jersey trivia. As always, if you like us, if you want to hear more, please like and subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your family. We love all y'all. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Are we on? <laughs> I know. All of a sudden I looked over and I was like, oh, wait, it's done. Oh, hey. Hey, <laughs> party people. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode Greetings. whatever of uh, <laughs> the Yentl yeah. and Nikki podcast. I don't know what episode we are. We're on. I, you know, as a podcast listener, I always like get annoyed that like people, hosts don't know their episode number. And I'm like, <laughs> now I get it. Like, who fucking knows? Like, does it even matter? It's just like, you know, it doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> we try. We're trying. It's just the timeline of things, like when you're editing versus when you're recording and then trying to keep track of the numbers. So, uh, yeah, we're sorry, but please don't hold it against us. Yeah, we and are, we're glad you're here. You know. Yeah, we're so happy. Always, the, always happy. Uh, is this considered the dog days of summer now? I don't know. You know what? When, is that is that like an actual saying? Yes. Because I, yes. what does it, yeah, what does that refer to? I think it's the tail end. Uh, so, well, oh, well, actually, I'm wrong. It, the dog days of summer, there's actually a, oh, this is like a real thing. Oh, oh, it's the dog days of summer when it's hot. The most, the hottest days of the summer, which starts July 3rd through August 11th. Um, oh, so this is not, we are outside the dog days of the summer. This is, yeah, I sorry. did not even know. Like I, I've, I mean, I've heard, I've heard people say it. I just never knew. I didn't know what it was referencing. I just thought it was like one of those like weird nonsensical sayings, but. Oh no, yeah. it's like astrology related. So, oh shit. Yeah. It's connected with heat, drought, sudden thunderstorms, lethargy, fever, mad dogs, and bad luck. So well, we're shit. out of it. Uh, oh, damn, we are. I, I thought I was, I was going to use that to explain my recent uh, illness. I was like, oh, like fever or whatever. But yeah, you're right. We we out. We out of that. Okay. Yeah, we're totally out of that. So, Nikki, yeah. speaking of your <laughs> illness, how was your weekend? Oh, my weekend was a hot mess. Um, so I, ladies and gentlemen, I was sick. I don't know if it's coming through in my voice or if this is just my usual sexy sultry. I hear sultry. it, but you, you know, maybe yeah. maybe other listeners don't get it. Yeah. Um, no, I, I was a hot mess. I was full on uh, what I like to call a wife baby where I was just miserable and dependent on my husband to help me with everything. Um, yeah, I, I thought, I'm not going to lie in the beginning when it started, I was like, oh, okay, like allergies. Like I just kind of had like, 
itchy throat and like my eyes were really dry and itchy. And I was like, oh, okay, I can, I can manage. And then it just got progressively worse. And then maybe like two days in, I was like, oh man, is this Corona? Like what, what is going on? Cause I haven't, I haven't been sick like that in a while. She and does not have Corona. I by do the not. Way. I got, I yeah. got tested. So the, the, <laughs> the ultimate point I was going to say is like, I was so focused on Corona, like forgot that there are like other just regular old viruses out, out there, like a virus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like just regular cold. ass shit that you can right. get sick from. You could just, yep. And I, I apparently got one and it was just a mess. And yeah. I, and I called, <laughs> I, you know, we've talked about like the fireworks and just stupid things that will frustrate us. I've talked offline with Yentl about where we live and how just people are loud and throwing parties. I called the cops this weekend. I was like, wow, she went full Karen. I went, I went care. I did go down first and I was like, you know, excuse me. And my, you know, congestedness and was trying to, you know, cover up and just said, Hey, you know, can you, could you guys turn it, turn it down a little bit? Because there's like a backyard area and it like, the wall, the walls are just super thin. And I mean, they also were just being loud, but, um, yeah, like 1030 went down and was like, look, I get it. It's the weekend. Just, could you just turn it down a little bit? Like I'm miserable. Um, yeah. And they were like, Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Of course. And then like turned it down a little bit and then like started singing to the songs loudly. Oh, Oh. And I was like, okay, <laughs> remix. <now."> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got you. <laughs> um, and you know, and then just waited like thirty minutes. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, I'm pretty sure it was after whatever the the um, noise ordinance was. And now, and also, mind you, depending on where you're listening from, we on the East Coast, and I don't know how it was by you, Yentl. We had that crazy. What was the hurricane? Rain, whatever. On, yeah. Henry, Henry, yes. Henri, whatever, coming Henry. through. So this was this was the the height of it. Like this was the damn. Night. They was this partying was, on like a thunderstorm. Yes. So damn. so I think that's, I think that's what that, happened. That's dedication. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, I was like, y'all are drunk. Like you can't. This can't. Like you're on next level drunk because there's a fucking hurricane coming through. Like I could hear. Like I felt like the music was turned up to like uh mute out the rain because i could hear the rain so um yeah i ended up calling the cops after about 30 minutes i was like i can't do this and i heard them come but i i really just in my head because i couldn't hear like what was being exchanged between them i almost feel like the cops came by and were just like yo a hurricane is coming through. Shut it down. Because not only did they turn it down, like they turned it all down. Like they took down the lights. They oh, took down like, okay. yeah, they like, like they, be safe. What are you doing? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I well, think that's an easier I, I way like, to. Yeah. Right. I, huh. I, in my head, I think that may have been what the conversation was because when the cops came, it was like torrential. Like I was like, I cannot understand how these people are out here doing this. Like, yeah, there was a tarp, but Anyway, so yeah, um, sick wife, baby, full on Karen, whatever. Yeah. So how about you, Yentl? How how was your uh, weekend? Um, Mine was pretty like uneventful. Um, I pretty much stayed in the house with, you know, with mild errands to run, but I Mm -hmm. actually watched TV. Now, anyone who knows Mm. me, I'm the shittiest TV watcher 
on the face of the earth. Um, and that includes <laughs> our streaming platforms. I don't even turn my TV on until the weekend. That's how like, I'm not, it's hard for me to focus. Like I have yeah. ADHD. I should probably get medicine for yet. Girl, I have not. Change your life. Um, Just yes. saying. So me watching like anything is like a, 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 an issue. So, um, I watched, and I actually watched a season before, but I watched season two of, um, I was going to say Netflix, but it's not Netflix. Um, Amazon, Amazon's uh, show Modern Love. Uh, Modern Love mm. is a, like a short story, um, New York Times I will say like uh, what do you call them like an art that's more like a, not an article but it's like a weekly like, like series essay, like weekly essays yeah a weekly essay yeah. that they do yeah. and they have adapted some of their favorite essays over the years to like mm-hmm. actual short stories like you know 40 mm-hmm. minute uh, story about one of their you know more famous or popular essays over the years so and I think mm. that the premise of the show is fucking awesome um, I always kind of read them they're usually pretty short um, in the times they're probably like you know a couple pages if that it depends on the story too some are super short um, right. and they have adopted. They had one season, which I watched the entire season and I thought it was great it was it's very well done um you know, different stories of different types of love. It's not just, you know, romantic love, it's family, mm-hmm. it's how people decide to even live out their romantic love differently from others. Um, so it's a quite fascinating. If you ever go on New York Times, you can find the archives of shit, every article that um, deals with modern love. They're interesting. Um, yeah. So yeah, so there's two seasons on Amazon. My one gripe and what I noticed in the first season, which they sort of made up for in the second season, but I'll get to that in a second, is the lack of mm. people of color, mm. um, especially black women. Like we, yeah. I, if I recall the first season, which I think came out in late 2019, there were there were no black women. We were, you know, we, as leads, we'll say that. Mm. People, there were black women in the show, but there was none as a lead. And there are probably... I want to say the first season maybe had six or seven episodes. So there was there were options. <laughs> right, there could right. have been a lead in these different episodes of these stories, but there wasn't. And so Amazon heard the commentary. And I think people kind of brought that out. Like, hey, where are the people of color? Like, they they love too. So they fall in love. They yeah. fall in love and have yeah. different types of stories. love situations. Mm-hmm. We got stories and shit. Um so I they heard that they did hear um so there were there was an array of people of color in this second season which I did not finish because I was very very ticked off by episode mm. 4 um because they did in episode 4 they had a lead black woman and I'm assuming she's fairly young um mm. the premise of the story I won't get into it I would love for you guys to watch whenever you get a chance um but I'll just say she, it was a story a coming of age story of a young black girl and a young I I, he, I won't say he's white he's some sort of I mean, he might be some sort of ethnic guy and I hate saying that sure. he might be Latino but he's not black um, mm-hmm. and them living in New York City um, going to um, uh, like middle school together throughout high school and then into college slash early on in their young, your young adult years so this was a story of unrequited love so um the ending long story short the ending is they don't end up together even though she's liked them since you know they were in like 
seventh grade or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And the story itself is great. I had I have nothing I have no problems with the story. I do have a problem with you picked the story of unrequited unrequited love and the uh, love of self to feature yeah. black women. You have not had a black woman lead mm. in all of these short stories yeah. that you've made uh you know short little films and the one is it's about self-love and she's dealing with an unrequited love mm. and now it's like focus on loving oneself which is a great story i think everyone sure. should celebrate that but it's like well mm-hmm. damn like yeah. we're not you know we're not we can love ourselves but no one else can love us and that's where me Woo! black women comes in and i'm like mm-hmm. that's not fair people we yeah. can't we can't be loved on we always have yeah. to have like it was very, very uh, disappointing. And honestly, I stopped watching after that episode because, you know, I, I finally you hear the the cheers of like, we, hey, we need other representation here. But right. you put the black woman <laughs> and And by the way, mm-hmm. I checked because I'm a crazy person. I checked the actual story I that was, was featured. I was just going <laughs> to ask you. I was just that like you saw, oh, I saw my face as you were talking. I was like, oh, let me Nikki. wait. Let me wait. <laughs> oh, Nikki. Oh, Nikki. Okay. I did my due diligence. Okay. Yeah. I checked the t- the story in the times. I went back right. to reference. Okay. What is the race of the storyteller who wrote this? Right. 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 First of all, it's not based in Brooklyn. It's in like the Midwest. She is not mm. black. She is. I don't even think she's. She might be Asian and I don't even, I'm not even sure if that's true, but I will tell you what, she's not black. So it's not like, oh, we did this because the author was black and no, they completely changed all the demographics of the art, um, of the Mm. story based it in New York city. Like they definitely changed it and added their own flavor. So that was a decision on casting an African-American girl for that Mm. role. Not oh, we're just playing what what was you know from the article. No, I was I I was absolutely gonna ask that because one of the first things when you first started talking, I was like, oh, I wonder like when they're because first and foremost, like when you're when you're doing something like this, like when it's it's based on like actual written work. It's like Correct. okay, so it's, are they, it's a story. How are they casting it? Correct. Right. Like, Correct. is it going to stay true to whoever writes this? Right. So that was my first initial whatever. Did not. And then the second right. And then I suspected because this is an this is um a series in the Times, right? The, the yes, modern yes. love series. Okay. New York Times, yes. So cynical me. I'm gonna <laughs> <I'm a> blame <laughs> it on this cold, or <laughs> actually no, I'm gonna own it. But own there was it. A, yeah. Where I was like, you know, I I couldn't help but wonder, you know, after they heard it, they started to go back and look at the stories that were featured, and then they probably realized, fuck. There's not a lot of stories that are written by black women or oh, women of color. Oh, probably not. Oh, probably right. not. And then they were like, shit. Okay, maybe we can just make a casting decision and and showcase it that like we see, you know, because because I don't know, because is it who who's behind like the show? Is it like also produced by the time? I don't like, think so. There... I'm sure they got some right. sort of famous producer to, right. you know, or so, director I mean, again, to direct not, this. Not to say that this absolves like Amazon or, you know, whoever actually ends up putting it up. But it's it's probably one of those things where it's like they went back, they looked. I, I, I want to believe somebody asked that question. They went back, they looked. They were like, shit, 
the Times doesn't showcase a lot of stories about Black women. How do we how do we address this? And then I would imagine that at this point, the only thing that they could do would be like, all right, let's make a casting decision, which is still so okay, shitty. fine. And I understand right. that. Fine, make your casting decision. But why cast? Right. The one person, a co- woman of color that, mm-hmm. well, there's been other w- people of color, but the black woman of color sure, to be sure, the right. woman. I mean, you know, like the stereotype, we can't get love. You know, we can only celebrate our self-love and being in, in sure. the success of that and like right. being OK with like not. There's so there was if you were going to if which I'm assuming right. I, I did not research all the stories, but I'm going to assume they did an adaptation of every article that they've, mm. you know, from. Right. These and that's stories. what I'm wondering. Right. Right. Yeah. Are they all I, sort I, of adaptations? I, of, I'm assuming right. so. I'm going to willing yeah. to say yes. So yeah. if that's the case, any of your leads could have been black. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. But the one right. time we're featured. As lead, mm-hmm. we're we're the one that's like, oh well, you know, I didn't get the guy, but self love, like what? Yeah, <laughs> okay. No, and I mean, and I think this is why this goes back, and I've I've heard this in, you know, in the context or in the like the comedy sphere, right? Of mm-hmm. like whenever you're trying to do you know, creative work. And when people talk about lack of diversity and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I think this always comes back to this where it's like, that's why you need, whether it be like a diverse writer's room, um, when you have, if it's classes, why you need to have a diverse class. Um, because this kind of like store one, the story, would be missed, but then Mm -hmm. also like all this additional stuff where it's like, oh, this is, um, is this playing into certain stereotypes and weird stereotypical tropes? Thank you. And And that's why you, like you said, you have to have a diverse room because yes, it did to me, it did. And I was just like, fuck this. Like, no, we don't, I don't need to watch this. Like if that's how, you know what, honestly, like I rather have no representation rather than that be the trope that we carry. Right. Right. And that, and yeah. And I, and I think people miss that mark because, you know, sometimes when I would have those, and it happens everywhere, but Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, when I would have it in like the, the, the comedy world, I would feel like people would say, okay, well we've got, you know, things are changing and we've got one or two people of color in this class or, you know, in this writer's room or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, well one or like, one or two arguably isn't enough. Like they're like, we're diverse. So if you want to be able to truly, truly have a diverse group, whatever, you, you can't just be sitting there like one or two. That's it. Like, <laughs> like, Too many, y'all. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Because right. Because I would think if there was like five of us in the room, somebody would be like, hey, this does this this feels like it plays into the trope, right? Like, or maybe someone did. And here's the other thing: maybe there was someone who was in the room when they were doing the casting, and they were, you know, figuring out this adaptation. And they were like, "Hey, I don't know. This kind of feels weird." And then it got like nixed because that person was the only one in the room who was like, "Hey, this is I don't know. This sounds weird. You might want to think about this." And like mm-hmm. people just were like, "Ah, oh, you're being crazy. Whatever." Blah. And I'm just kept sure it going. someone mentioned. I I I yeah. either no one had their everyone had their blinders up or there was one person being like hey this is a little 
This, right. Right, this isn't right and everyone kind of brushed it off one of the two happened yeah. even no one everyone had their blinders up or someone did call it out but no one gave a fuck enough yeah. to even like go down that path but yeah right. I was just so disappointed the story itself was good but uh, yeah. as, um, as I investigated I'm like mm-hmm. it didn't need a black cast member right a black woman yeah. cast member it didn't <sighs> yeah 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 it just yeah no i mean that's that's such a good uh i just i just love how we were also on the same page though because i was like i was like itching with the question i was like mm, did you go back and did you look at the mm, i story? did i did because yeah. i needed to know the original author it was not it's not even in new york fucking city they completely changed I it. it so I believe, yeah this was yeah. a purposeful casting of who mm-hmm. they were you know what demographic they were looking for right and that said if you're going right. to do that, like, wh- why do we have to be the one that like doesn't doesn't get the love? Yeah, love at the ourselves. End? Yeah, self love is if great. If someone can love you the way you need, I mean, love yes, yourself. That's message, right, right, <laughs> and that's fine. I I'm not saying this story does not need to exist. I am saying that you had many other women women leads mm-hmm. with stories that they do have love and then you mm-hmm. have the one black girl who doesn't get that so yeah yeah i don't know mm. which you know we can go down that rabbit hole for another episode of like you know how black <laughs> women are viewed in society which i think we will um but we'll leave yeah, that we got to yeah we have to we have to <sighs> um but we'll, we'll save that for another time. <laughs> I mean, do we need a oh, man? Part of me is like, let's get into it. Let's do it. I mean, we can, but I know we'll just take over the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, well, that's a it doozy. Just, yeah. Well, it just, it's just so, no, you're right. Cause I'm like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, there's just so many different avenues to go down because it, 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 it there's just, there's just layers there are levels, you know, I, so the one thing I was thinking about when you were talking about it, you know, not directly related, but just kind of going back to like the, the, the desperate need for more diversity in, you know, everywhere really. Mm -hmm. But again, my, my frame of reference was, you know, comedy and whatnot. But I remember taking, um, I think it was like a, I think this was in a stand up class I want to say okay. and you know we're going around and we're like like throwing out you know jokes like we're we're doing our little you know ah what about this and so this one woman um I I believe she was a white woman she may she may have been mixed but, but to again to your point kind of what you were saying not an African American woman not a Correct. black woman Correct. and so um she was throwing out a joke which was I I think I think I knew what she was going for, but she was somebody, I think the setup was something like, basically she was a teacher, like her her actual real job was a teacher and she worked um, in Harlem. And, and, and in the joke, you did not, I think she said something to the effect that let people know that she worked, she didn't say Harlem, but maybe she said like the train stop or whatever. So this is all like the context that I'm setting up. And so she, she, she tries to make a joke and it's something to the effect of like, you know, the school was close to a Planned Parenthood and it was something like, oh, what, what is and what could be. But so, like, so the punchline was sort of like, I, I think the punchline was like, oh, maybe some of these kids should have been aborted kind <gasps> of thing. But, but now the, 
I, I, as best as I can, I will say, I do not think, and this, this could be its own podcast talking about comedy and how, you know, where is that line where it's like, if someone's just trying to work something out, like, cause I'll hear this all the time where people are like, Oh, I'm working out a joke. And someone's like, that's fucking racist. And they're like, well, how is it racist? I'm not like, I'm still figuring it out. Like, I, I, I don't know, like, how is this, how can you come down and say this thing that I said that I'm still figuring out is racist when that wasn't my intent, blah, blah, blah. That could be its own separate thing. But in this instance, I, I really felt like all she was trying to say was that there were some kids that are fucking assholes. And in being a teacher, you see a lot of crazy shit. And sometimes kids are just assholes. Okay. Which could be fine because we all know some kids are assholes. Like people would laugh no at that. No matter where. Like yes. fucking, yeah, no matter yes. where. But because she had set up the joke in this way that she had alluded to being in a predominantly, you know, African-American slash Latino community. Right. That's where it felt a little, it's like, eh, eh, eh. Wah, like wah, it, wah. It, that, that right. Yes. Right. So, so did people mention, hey, red, okay. red flag. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I, to, to what I can recall, was the only person uh. I said, hey. And I was like, oh, I think I, I think I understood where you were going for. And I'm like, I would just say, you know, you know, I would then probably just leave out, I wouldn't talk about where you taught. I might mm-hmm. leave out the reference to um, Harlem or whatever, mm-hmm. because it's going, I think people's knee jerk um, response is that they're going to put those together and it's the image that they're going to have in their head is the aborting of black kids. Mm-hmm. And that's going to just sound shitty. And I don't think that's what you're going for. And she's like, Oh, definitely not. And she was very receptive. Like Mm -hmm. she was like, Oh no, 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 no. I hear what you're saying. Oh, right. Cause ultimately what I'm getting at is just kids being dicks. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Right. I felt like the teacher, I can't remember his specific comment, but he was like, I, he's like, I don't know. I disagree. I don't think people are going to go there. Like, I don't think they're going to make that (sighs) connection. And I was like, okay. And I was like, well, just something to, you know, something to be mindful of. So she kept it. So the idea is like you keep going through the weeks or whatever, whatever. So now fast forward to maybe like three weeks later, we get a different teacher because the that teacher was off or has some sort of conflict. So we get someone else to sub in. She mm-hmm. does the same joke. Mm-hmm. Now it's a woman, not a woman of color. But again, I believe another older white woman. Mm-hmm. Um, she makes the same point. Thank you. And I now, just remember. The previous, who was the previous teacher? A white man? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yes. Okay, cool. Cool. And I just, you know, and I, and I, you know, and I just said it when I said it in the first, the first time I was like, Hey, just something to be mindful of. If it is important to your joke, like if you were telling this joke and you feel like keeping in that piece of information that goes to like you teaching in Harlem or this predominantly, you know, um, <laughs> marginalized, like a marginalized community. Um, if that's important to you, keep it. I'm just trying to alert you that like, this is, you may have a blinder, like some people are going to go there and that may not be your intent. And I get it, but I'm just trying to point it out to you. And then to have this teacher be like, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to go there. And I was like, okay, dude. All right. <laughs> you yeah. know, and I just tell said the, it very, tell, you know, tell, yeah, white man, tell me where people aren't going to go to the, the, the black person in the class. Tell me that. 
Tell me. It's fucking insulting. That's insulting. It was. It was really, it was so insulting to, to, because the, it felt like to me, and he may not, he probably didn't mean it this way, but the way it sounded to me was like, I am being ridiculous. I am jumping to this ridiculous conclusion. And I'm like, no, then why, why are you including in your joke? this area mm-hmm. then if it's not pertinent it's like anything else like i'm actually looking at it in the most strategic fucking editing way mm-hmm. like if this if you if you do not feel like this piece of information is important cut it out but you kept it in so by virtue of you keeping it in this is where people are going to go and i you got to be mindful of that like in the same way, if you if you if you told that joke and you were like, "Oh, I was in, I don't know the Orthodox Jewish community in Brooklyn," but if that was the area you named, people would be like, "Uh, <laughs> aborting Jew." Ah, yeah, yeah, it same connotation, same connotation. Yeah. But I felt so validated with that when that other woman came in because, and I part of me just wanted to like, oh my god, that's that- what I said. But this, That's what I said. but this thinking, like I know this is specifically a comedy uh, mm-hmm. situation, but this goes into jobs as well. This exact exactly. thing—the blinds exactly. are no, no one will go there. Nobody thinks that, and you're like, okay. And then you're like, well, I did though. I, I did so though. I did. Yeah, that so goes you, into I mean, everything. You think I'm the only person. Like that's effectively what you're saying. <laughs> yes, like, I am the only person. You are the nutcase dro- who thought that. Yes. I just, I mean, ugh. But yeah, that's exactly it. It's, it's that. It's just blinders, and yeah, it, it's just so. It's just so frustrating. Um, and that's why you know. And that even goes back to like my other point of like you need more than one because I think in that class, I I know there were other black students in that class, but I think during that particular class they weren't there because okay. I just remember I had this also this feeling of like looking around like. Okay, minorities, like I need you. I need you to and I, I think I honestly think there was like one other guy and I think he was out that day. So that's uh, why I was like and, and you know, and, and hey, who knows if he would have been in my court. Maybe he would have been like, Yeah, that's a little weird too. I don't know. But it just would have been if it was more of a split, like a fifty fifty split, I'm sure more folks would have been like, Yeah, no, that's, that's a, a that's a no. That's a no. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a weird. Well, I'm glad you, know, you said just, something, even though, but you know, the story of being black where you say something and no one fucking pays attention. So, you know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but no, so no, the, um, I, I am definitely going to check out this modern, it's called Modern Love, right? Modern I want to check it out. There's two seasons and, and, and I, you know, it's not bad. I, I really enjoy the, all of the stories. It's no, just when it comes down to, you know, race and diversity and like, hey, I finally have a black lead and, oh, okay. and I, you know, and I don't know if you feel this way, but I think the reason why sometimes I, I am particularly sensitive to that stuff or I'm just very aware is, you know, this is like we, we've been dealing with this for a while. Like, I remember this was the whole thing. forever, <laughs> Right. Friends. Like, yeah. I just remember like hating friends. And I know I have friends that love it. Set in New York. It's such a great, you know, I'm sure I'm sure it actually is very funny, but I could not get past. I mean, I don't know, man, but you know, I couldn't get past a show being set in New York 
and not, you know, and I, even at that point I was like, oh, okay, I, I will accept that maybe you don't have any black friends. So one of the cast members is going to be black. That was still weird to me, mind you, because growing up where we grew up, like, I feel like my friend group is pretty diverse. Like, I don't know how, I don't know, like that, that still seems like a weird anomaly to me. Like you don't have any, any people of color in your friend group, but that whatever, that's a, its own, maybe another topic. Another, another topic episode. for another day. Yeah. Because <laughs> that continues rem- into their adulthood, but. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I just remember being so frustrated with a show set in New York because I was like, that's not, I, I don't know that New York. I don't, I, how is that the only like, I don't even remember, like, tangentially seeing people of color. Like, they're in a coffee shop. I don't ever remember. I mean, now, great. I, whatever. I don't remember black people coming through. I don't, I don't know. And so that's why when you see things like that now, it, it's just, for me at least, it's so frustrating. Yeah, because- I don't, Um, I, I wasn't a real big watcher either. I've probably seen, you know, a few episodes going to bed in syndication. Um, right. On my way to sleep. So I could, I can't tell you, but I'm sure, I mean, none of the leads were black. None of the, I think there was probably one like second type of lead who were f- a feature. A love um, who interest. Was like, yeah, yes, came was, in later. Yeah. Yes. Was Aisha Tyler? Yep, exactly. Okay. Yep. So, yep. you know, if, if you can name, <laughs> if you can name <laughs> the person of a show that's been on, you know, many, many, many <laughs> years, and that's probably a little problematic. So, right. Right. Uh, yeah, no, we'll definitely, that's definitely something we will, I'm sure we will get into more and yeah. it will just be a running theme. But y'all with let our me podcast. know, like, have you guys watched this? What, what is your take? I, I, I don't think it's a bad show. I, that's not my issue again. Well, I um, will say yeah. I, I saw, I think this is the same show. I'm fairly certain. I saw one where Anne Hathaway played the lead yes. and she is a lawyer that's bipolar. Yes, that is I correct. Think. First season. Um, you know, right. And I I appreciated that because at least from uh that episode I felt like was really just trying to highlight like mental illness mm-hmm. and what it is to be somebody that has a a fairly, you know, crippling mental illness and how do you deal with that and date and you know so i i appreciated that story so yeah same you know what you're saying before where it's a it's a good show but it could be better absolutely it can always just be better absolutely so yeah I'll definitely go back and 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 check out and see and i'm i'm definitely going to keep a lookout now with the the current season and and see if they yeah change things up any any more um well, yeah. Um, well, do you want to? I had that that crazy topic. There's no easy segue. I was like trying to find it. <laughs> Let's just go for like, yeah, it. Go for it. So I saw. Um, I was perusing the the Reddit's. Uh, and I don't know how saw, you get on that degenerate website. It is, but it, <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, I was like, I was like, what? it actually, like, I feel like Reddit has now b- become my go-to. Like, that's where I go for like really interesting like articles and like especially comedy stuff. I feel like it's it's 
it's been very interesting. That's that's my nightly like getting ready to go to bed and let me peruse Reddit and, and read up on some things. Mm-hmm. Like, am I an asshole thread is hilarious. If if you all have not checked it out, have you seen this, Yentl? Have you ever yes. read um, up on this? Usually, am I the asshole questions go port mm-hmm. to Twitter and that's where I read them. Uh, um, so like yes. the really, the ones that are very controversial yes. end up on Twitter. So yes, I have. Yes. Oh, those are fucking hilarious. But anyways, in this particular instance, I saw someone um, talking about an article and the title, I had to find it. It was called um, Want to Work 9 to 5? Good Luck Building a Career. So basically this woman wrote this article. I think it's featured on Fortune. Yeah, I don't know. Um, And so it starts off with her saying that she... So she's, she writes, I recently fired my first ever direct report. Although he was low energy, uninspired, and an awful speller, what ultimately led him led him to the axe was his, his insistence on boundaries. That's the opening line. Second line. He would come into the office at nine every morning, leave at five, and be inaccessible anytime before and after. Regardless of deadlines or passion projects, his workday was determined not by his work, but by his hours. So I read this article and my take on it is this woman was trying to make this argument that if you're trying to craft a career, you've got to be okay with and understand that um, you're going to have to put in extra hours. Like whatever the standard, whatever they tell you when you first get brought in, let's say it's a nine to five. If this is part of like your career track, you just have to recognize that sometimes it's just going to take a little bit more. And if you aren't willing to do that, you're not going to succeed in your career. And it just, in reading it, one of like the immediate kind of like knee-jerk responses I had, I was like, yeah, but like who passion projects, like, cause she references these passion projects. I'm like, is it the employee's passion project? Right. Like, it sounds like this is somebody's working under you. You're dictating what they're working on. That doesn't mean it's my passion project. Like maybe I got other shit I'm doing outside of this office. Like I'm not trying to, you know, d- devote all this additional time to whatever you feel like is important or whatever your project is. And so I felt like, I don't know, she was, maybe it was written this way intentionally to kind of, you know, some form of like clickbait and to stir up emotions. But I, I just thought it was ridiculous. I was like, yeah, man, you, how dare this person? It sounds almost as if how dare this person have healthy boundaries. Yeah, I had to let him go because I just couldn't deal with his healthy exertion of work-life balance so like, oh god this is very it's it's very complex because part of yeah. me is like being a team player and if there is a sure. deadline and you're saying sure. i don't give a shit about any deadlines i'm done i'm out mm-hmm. um then i i think i would have a problem with that but okay. Okay. i also right but i think I think it's fine to have boundaries, but they need to be reasonable. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, look, you, you said it with your first point in that it's like super complex. I think, I think really what it comes down to is knowing your employees and, and what, 
how are they viewing this job? Because I think, you know, if I am somebody and I am like, hey, I am just here to get a paycheck. Um, you know, I, I, I will work hard, but I am, you know, I'm just about working hard during these hours. I'm not really trying to go above and beyond, you know, I kind of, I don't know. You also have to be dependable. And I, I, I understand of like, you know, Every day, nothing is that urgent that I need to be available 24 hours a day. And sure. even me, like I, I to, to this day, <laughs> at my current job, get emails at nine o'clock at night. And unless yeah. there's some sense of urgency, which usually there aren't, there isn't, there's just people catching up on the emails when they have time. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. I need to respond and I will respond at appropriate business hours. Mm. But if there's like a deadline and if you're working and I, there's, there, there's, there's like, I'm half agreeing with her and I'm half disagreeing with her yeah. because when it is a career, you want to prove something, right? You want to sure. excel. You want to get ahead. You want to, whatever that is, if you want to, some people don't have mm. those goals, but I think most people have those goals and, sure. and, and making sure that you're, you are seen, you're a heard, you're a team player, you're, you're making sure whatever the goal is to get done. Sometimes you're going to have to work beyond that boundary and it will. And if you can't, I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to look, it's going to be frowned upon. If you can't, if I can't count on you as a manager or a boss, if I can't count mm-hmm. on you, then, then this is not the employee for me because you're giving hard right. lines. I respect that. But also when you give those boundaries, you're going to miss out on things. Right. I think, I think my hesitation in, so I think if, if I were going to do like a percentage, I like 40% agree with her and then 60% mm-hmm. disagree. Okay. And I, th- I think for me, and th- this goes to like other jobs I've had in the past where I feel like it is, who is dictating like this emergency and deadline? And I feel like sometimes with like, I'm in a, in a perfect world. Absolutely. Like Mm -hmm. if there is something that is due, there's a major project, something has come up unexpectedly. Absolutely. Not a problem where I ran into issues um, in my career and wish I had been a little bit better. And and sometimes even, you know, think maybe I should have had this approach or was just like, nope, nine to five, like whatever my hours are, I'm out. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like what starts happening is that becomes a new expectation. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, oh, well, we got this thing and now we got to do it. I'm like, wait a minute. Last week I thought was an isolated incident, you know, okay, beyond our control. Sure. Absolutely. I'm not going to leave someone in the lurch. Like if we're working on something, we got to get it done. Absolutely. But then when it starts to become a pattern, it's like, that's not, that's not what I signed up for that. I don't, you know, it starts to move away from team being a team player versus, you know, oh, you're dead. Like, you need to be dedicated to your job. Like you need to like, this needs to come, you know, first. And that's where I get really, really frustrated because I don't. And that's not, and I, I personally do not, and this is my philosophy and maybe this goes back to knowing your employees. I feel like that is unhealthy. Like I do not think. I agree. My, yeah. There has like, to be should... work-life balance. I, d- I don't disagree with you. You have to have, yeah. because otherwise if you don't have a good, healthy 
at least strive to have a healthy work-life balance, you're not going to be <clears throat> successful in e- either part of your life, whether it's your personal or your work. So mm-hmm. 100% agree. Um, I think, yeah. I think where my issue with his, his rule is, which, you know, and one it's part so of me is like, yes, it's too, it's too strict. Yes. Mm, yes. Okay. One part of me is like, hell yeah. Like celebrate that. But I also, there's the other part of me is like, you're not going to get very far with those boundaries, but Okay. <sighs> Yeah. I mean, it, it'll be interesting. I'm really curious. I I, hmm. I feel like there, at least lately and in, in some of the articles I've been reading and just like talking to different friends, I feel like there's this movement of, yeah, really trying to establish boundaries and really, you know, not that it's like this set like nine to five, but like really pushing back on the additional work or, you know, the extra projects, mm-hmm. because I I think, especially because of the pandemic, right, with everything that's going on, people are really, people are taking a step back and mm-hmm. saying, you know, well, what what's important? And, <clears throat> and even really just looking at like, questioning like the things that are being touted as emergencies or the things that are being held as, you know, pressing, you know, it, is it like, you know, I know we, you need deadlines just to be able to work and get shit done. And, you know, that's just life. And there's always going to be some sort of metrics, but again, with me and jobs that I've had in the past where now looking back, and having that sort of like uh, uh, older perspective, it's like, was that an emergency? No. Like, did you need me to stay an extra hour to make sure that this email, like when this email came in, I needed to respond to it? Like, what would have happened? And then I think sometimes, too, what ends up happening is like, um, not only does that become the new expectation, but... I feel like when you start doing that, and maybe this is a good thing if if this is you know, your career and this is what you want. But I think once you start doing that, a lot of times that just comes with additional work. So now you're like, if you, if you weren't dealing with it initially, you find yourself in a place where you're like burnt out because you've handled these other things so well. And the way that that's sort of awarded um, and recognized is by additional responsibility. Giving you more shit to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the employee Mm-hmm. has to you know kind of like you have you have to make those decisions meaning yeah. um because like you said the employer is like oh great they get everything done they go above and beyond we're just giving more shit to do because they see you as a workhorse so you right. have to draw lines in the sand i don't i don't yeah. disagree like you know but i think you need to draw those lines when it's appropriate and they have to be not hard lines. They have to kind of be able to move and shift a bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think his idea of boundaries is fantastic. I don't know if the mm-hmm. hard line, like nine to five, that's it, I'm done. Because unfortunately, especially in 2021 corporate society, yeah. that's not true anymore. I, when I signed my contract on of the current job I've been in for the last mm. few, few months, uh, it said, you know, our business hours are these. However, because you are a, uh, what is it, like a non-exempt? Exempt. Mm, no, yeah. not, no, I am yeah. exempt. 
Because exempt, I'm sorry, a, exempt, yes, right. yes. Because I'm an, an exempt employee, these uh, hours uh, may fluctuate at at any mm. time. So they made it clear to me because you're an exempt okay. employee. Sure, these hours do not matter. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. right, right. We try to honor we, these hours, but, but if there's there shit may to do, just be okay. You got to do it. I think. I think that's my thing too. I think. Look, if you if if you lay that out, yeah, right. Okay. I, I I think that's, yeah, I think I could be okay with that. Right. I think where, you know, and maybe this is the wrong reading of this article, but I just sort of felt like, is this, like, is this an exempt employee? I mean, <laughs> like, that, is a good, that is probably not the way she has worded this article. I, I don't right. know. I don't know. We actually, I don't know. I'm going to assume because it was something he was fired for that he mm-hmm. was an exempt employee. That would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. that would I'm be going to assume he was exempt, and there probably was some something he may have written that that or signed mm-hmm. during his onboarding that said these hours. I mean, hey, yes, these are our business hours, but this does not mean these could fluctuate. Your hours can fluctuate, right? No, yes. that's interesting because the way the way that I took this, and you know, it just goes to show my own uh, <laughs> baggage, where I was like, oh man, I feel like it probably wasn't. Like this was somebody who, you know, I mean, if the man was had, working at Starbucks and it was nine to five, then fuck Starbucks, you know, but that's I, what I'm yeah, right. like, yeah. I, I just feel like most like if you're an hourly <laughs> employee, you don't get no, like, no, I'm right. going home. That's yeah. a, and, mo- and that's my take. It's like most jobs are hourly. Like you're, you're, they're reporting to you. Like what? It, it, but you know, wasn't it you, about a career? That was, that was the, the quote in the article. But that, right. Yeah, yeah. She did. She did say career, but yes. that was like sort of part of my criticism where it's like, you're, you're assuming this is his career. Like you're assuming like he may be telling you like an indirectly like, Hey man, nine to five. Like I, <laughs> this is not my career. This is, this is my job. Like, and I, you know, and then in that sense, maybe it's fair for her to kind of give, like make that statement where it's like, all right, well, but if this was your career, you wouldn't be able to, you know, sure. But this may not be his career. And I think that sometimes is one of the things that gets missed. Like people assume in the in the work arena that everyone is like minded that like everyone you know it, it they're this this job or this position is part of their career and therefore they are willing to put in the extra hours and do x y and z and for some folks it's just not you know right. especially if you're like because i even remember that i worked at starbucks and i remember there was sort of that kind of like you know they would try to push that. I'm like, dude, I'm making $10 an hour. Like, <laughs> right. I'm going oh, home. You're never going to make it far. I'm okay. going home. Yeah. I'm going home. Yes. I'm not trying to make it far in yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. You no. know what I mean? Like, why are you going to fucking blackball me and make me sound like, and that's, that's where I would get frustrated because it's like, you're making it sound like I'm this horrible person and I don't care. And I'm like, you are not paying me. Like, maybe that's it. Like you are not paying me enough to care. <laughs> enough to care on that level like i'm in here doing the job whatever if you if you want to have me you know be that team player and put in all this extra time and go above and beyond and always volunteer to do that extra thing it's like okay then pay pay me don't don't 
you know, tap, you know, pat me on the back, say thank you, and then give me more work to do. Like, right. <laughs> that's not what I'm trying to do. Like, I can't tell you how many jobs. And I think that's what, um, that's something else that's interesting to see, especially, you know, the, the, those jobs you, you get when you first come out of college, right? Like working at the supermarket or working at Starbucks or, you know, or whatever it is, or high school even during the pandemic became these like quote unquote essential jobs. And right. I think it made people realize like you, these jobs suck from meaning like we are not paying folks enough. Correct. Like I am not being paid enough to deal with your craziness and like, and risk my health and all that. So yeah, I'm going to come in and I'm going to give you the time that I signed up for, but you know, if you're like, oh man, it'd be really great for you to come in and maybe we can do like a PowerPoint presentation on how we make this new Frappuccino. Okay. <laughs> nah. <laughs> like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing all that. Yeah, no. But anyway, that's my, my, my long ass rant about this article. Cause I really took it as like, this is, she is assuming this, this is this person's career mm-hmm. and this person is trying to climb whatever corporate ladder that's there. And they are in their own, they're telling you quite literally, Hey man, nine to five. That's it. I'm here. I work hard. I'll give you good work. And then I'm out. And yep, maybe I won't make it and I won't (laughs) climb up this ladder, but I'm, I'm good. Cause I got, I got other stuff that I'm, I'm trying to do. Right. But yeah it was interesting very interesting interesting. um yes yeah definitely well do we want to do our trivia oh yeah wait do i want to try one of these jersey trivia jersey trivia hold on hold on uh what what would be the appropriate jersey trivia jersey trivia you know, I downloaded this thing and I was trying so hard to be cool with these sounds, but shit costs money and now it doesn't want to work. So, you know what? Oh, wait, here we go. There we go. Jersey Woo! trivia. Jersey trivia in this bitch. Okay, okay, I think it's my turn this week. It is. All right. Um, I had an, uh, first of all, we got, I have some family listeners. (laughs) What up, fam? Do do we? Hey, fam. We do. We do. I'm in these streets. I'm in the family streets. Your family loves you. They are. They are. Hey, fam. Hey, fam. They are. But a suggestion came to me, and we're going to do some census data. Fascinating. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, okay, let's do it. We'll keep it easy. Um, I just want mm. you to name. There's a top ten list of the fastest growing cities by number of residents in the uh, the the census just came out a few weeks ago. The results, anyway. So if you can name two out of the ten, that would be fantastic. Fastest. Okay, fastest growing cities by number of residents. So there's. I have a list of ten, but if you can give me two, then you're you're a winner, winner, chicken dinner. I feel like Newark has to be one. You're absolutely right. Ding, ding, okay. Ding, ding, ding. Because Newark is get well. Okay, we we can come back to we'll that. Come back Newark to is, it. Give me one more. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I almost want to like show how much I know Jersey by naming like something obscure. Don't do that. I know that they're probably growing. not fast. Things growing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say um. 
<sighs> Fuck. Shit, shit, shit. Um, ba, 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 ba. Let me say... Um, Ten. Nine. <laughs> no, ten. Eight. Seven. Name a fucking city. Union City. Union City. No. Oh, shit. They're actually not... Union City is not, but I'll give you the top ten. You ready? Yes. So your first answer was right. Well, was, can I tell you one more I was going to say? I was going to say Kearney. That is also not on this list, but that, oh, that was a good it. try. Okay, go ahead. All right. I'll um, try. I'll so try. I'll give okay, you okay. Num- number one through 10. Number one yeah. is the obvious that you missed, Jersey City. Yeah, I just put the, I, uh, I know. Okay, I should have. I should have just said it. No, okay. Number right. two, Lakewood. Yep. I don't know where that is. Do you know where Lakewood is? No. Me neither. I'm going to have to look this I'll up. Look it okay. up. Number three is Newark. Yeah. Obviously, number four yeah. is Princeton. Number really? yeah, Dave. Yeah, okay. number five is Patterson. Number okay. six is Elizabeth, which makes sense. Yep. Number seven is Hoboken, which you didn't even like think. I of. did it because those are obvious. <laughs> number those are like so. <laughs> it's true. Okay. It's true. And uh, most yeah. of these cities, besides like Princeton, are uh, they're in, close to the city. Uh, they're close like to New any, York City. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, number eight is Monroe Township. Number nine is Bayonne. Ooh. And number 10, which yeah. is Central Jersey, Edison. So there you go. Oh, interesting. I should have said Bayonne. I knew Bayonne too, because that was an area we were uh you guys were, we were looking? looking at. Oh. Kinda. Yeah. It um but I feel like so Bayonne is very <laughs> Us growing up, like it just had its, uh, it had a very particular, it had a very uh, kind of particular, <laughs> yes, it had a very particular vibe. But I know the reason why I, I'm not surprised is because the there's a new, so the, um, one of the newer transportation systems is the light rail. Okay, and so the light rail goes out to Bayonne. Yes, and so I also I'm, heard I, that they've put yeah. a lot of redevelopment to Bayonne yes. as of the last few years. Yes. Big condos and water all that fronts. stuff. Yeah. yeah, so they've yes, the Bayonne that I think we're thinking about, I don't think it exists much anymore, or at least less of it. We'll say less of less, less of, of that. Still yes, there. yeah, yes, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Bayonne was like I, I, I'll just say it. It was like really white trash. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. Unsavory. It, was, it just was very unsavory. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was not where you 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 didn't want to be caught out there. Sorry no. to our listeners sorry. from Bayonne. I know, I know, I, am, I know. I'm so sorry. I'm just giving the stereotype. I'm sorry. I'm just. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm low key hoping that you're sitting there going, "Yeah, you're right. You're right." Yeah, but maybe you're not. I mean, maybe but you're very that's proud just the stereotype. I mean, I'm from Newark, so like we right. have our own stereotypes. So listen. So let's get into Newark because yes. I will just say this. Newark is like to me one of the most interesting slash perplexing <laughs> areas of New Jersey. Oh, oh. <laughs> right? No, so it is I I will I'll just say this and you can say cuz I know you that is, you know, home. Um I do not understand still to this day how Newark is not one of the most it, the major city in New Jersey. Like Newark has so much to offer. I know there's, you know, there there's other shit with like crime and that's a stereotype and that's what everyone, you know, knows and focuses on, but I just feel like from a transportation hub and proximity to everything, 
I, I, I just, I don't know. Historically, it was. I mean, I'm not going to bore yeah. y'all with Newark history, but you, I you, want you've it, hit. You can make hit. that a podcast. <laughs> oh God, I'm no, not. I'm, I'm dead I am I'm not like, that I intelligent have... about my city, but I know a little <laughs> something. I would have to bring. <laughs> find a guest that was super 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 historically like we'll do it yeah, yeah. I, i'm sure i can find we'll i'm get, sure we'll get cory booker yes or my family members who are on this listening <laughs> okay, to yes, this podcast yes, or, but, or family yes right. yes family but would be historically easiest. it was you know pre uh the 60s and when a lot of the factories that really mm. like you know as most major cities tons of factory workers you know these big factories that required a lot of employees that existed in Newark, and which so it was mm. very high populated with all races at you know pre sixties yep. and before the you know I'll call it white flight left you know as the jobs mm. leave people left the city, um yep. and you know these these big factories and warehouses where you know there was so much work they shut down and so you know and this is a story and probably shit tons of cities, um you know mm. I can name them Detroit. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh, right. a lot of these very blue collar cities that survived on, you know, these big factories that worked, they they were prosperous. They mm-hmm. had, you know, people would come in and out, famous cities, they they were lively. And then as the 60s and 70s, these plants shut down. When that happens, unemployment rises and crime rises as well, because how are you going to eat if you don't got a job? Um, and so, and then, you know, the whites left, they're like, oh, fuck this. We're not dealing with this crime shit. We're out. Mm -hmm. Um, and so now you have a city with low employment numbers and high crime. Mm. So that's what happened. And I think all of these cities, including Newark, the Detroit's, the Pittsburgh's, they're all climbing out of that. They're, they're, Mm -hmm. they're clawing back. And as cities, are now very, very attractive all over the country, these smaller cities that, you know, yeah, everyone wants to go to New York and LA, but now these smaller cities, especially during COVID, their numbers mm-hmm. have increased a lot. So, yeah. I mean, shit, I live in one of them. So, like, people right. are coming back to cities. Young people are coming back. Even some old people are coming back, especially cities mm-hmm. like a Newark, a Pittsburgh, where it's still affordable to live there. You can, right. you know, it's not where you're priced out of the super big cities. It's still affordable and you still get a city feel. So these, right. these, these smaller cities are coming back as people want to live in cities and they can't afford to live in New York City or, you know, name any other city. So... Right. It's, it's coming but back. I, I guess for me, I, you know, and I, and I, I, disclaimer, I don't know all the ins and outs, but like to compare it to some of the other cities, right? So like Hoboken, like my understanding is the same thing. Like back in the day, Hoboken oh, was like, yeah. right. Yeah, it was trash. So that, that's, that's the, the piece to me that like is hard. I don't quite understand. Like, how was Hoboken in this time frame? Like, let's say the, the, but Hoboken 70s was to now, white. That is the difference. Mm. So, but I thought, but I thought Hoboken wasn't it. Per, I thought like back in the day it was like Puerto Rican. It was like Latinos. Um, I thought. I don't now, know. Again, I don't I, know. I don't yeah. know what Hoboken okay. was. I don't. But Hoboken yeah. has location on a waterfront property. Right. True. Um, that I okay. And right. A mm-hmm. smaller city in New Jersey. Um, and it was not very black. 
So an obvious, you know, hey, no, we know. have no problems so that, moving there. And it's cheap. At, right. It's not cheap now. But, you know, when people started right. to move there 10, 15 years ago, right. it was like cheap and like, OK, I'm, I can see Manhattan from my house. So sure. that's always an appeal. And it takes 10 minutes, you know, to get into the city. Now, Newark, right. because of high crime, that, that that wasn't appealing. As of now, it's getting super appealing. But, you know, 15 years ago, that wasn't the case. Yeah, I would love to to like be a nerd and read more up on this because right, I because I have um, nerd out baby. I'm with you. Like, yeah, yeah, no, because it's it it's just so intriguing to me because right, okay, Hoboken, like sure the what was the, what was the the earlier like demographics like I I thought it was primarily Latino. I think like, it's Italian. Back, I, could, I think it was Italian. Maybe it was Italian. Yeah. Okay. Um, which right, yeah. gotta be honest, that does probably play a role. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it's just so wild to just see that like now today people talk about Hoboken, like Hoboken is basically New York. Like the the cost it really of living is, out and it's there, expensive as fuck. Yeah. It, it is so I remember when we were out in the Midwest and I was telling people I was moving back home, they're like, Oh, well, why don't you look for an apartment in Hoboken? I was like, I am unemployed. <laughs> like, and that would be like the surefire way of like me knowing that someone didn't know didn't know what they were talking about. I right. was like, Hoboken is New York. Right. Like the the cost of living is so ridiculous. I cannot afford Hoboken. I don't even know right now I can afford Hoboken and I'm 10 years into my career. Yeah. I don't want to live in a closet at this point. So no, I wouldn't want to. No, no, I'm not that desperate to live there. It's so expensive. And like, and and I do, right. Absolutely. Waterfront property. You know, I'm sure that probably if you looked across the board, like those areas, anywhere waterfront, you're going to, you're going to pay some money for it. Those are going to get built up quicker. Um, But I just, you know, Newark to me, and I worked out there for a little bit and I just remember thinking like, this is it. Like the food is fantastic. Oh my God. Don't get me started. (laughs) The food. Oh, oh. The food. Nothing like the, it, baby. What is it? Is it Ironbound? Yes. Like the, oh. Yes. Honey. Honey. I mean, it, it was yes. unbelievable. Spanish, Portuguese, Italian. Oh, yes. All South America is in the Ironbound district now. So I you mean, can find Brazilian, like, Colombian, Ecuadorian food, everything you want. It is fantastic. Yes. These are I, hidden gems think, of Newark. Right. And I think the other reason I was surprised is like, I just remember in this, maybe this is just my own naivete when Prudential was going up there, the center. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, this is it. This is, this is happening. This is this Newark is now going to be the new Hoboken. And I feel like it still hasn't, hasn't it's not there. It's definitely, yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely, you know, getting there, but I was just surprised at how, how it's like it's just not there it's yet. It's not there yet, it, but it's coming. As we say, the top growing, it's number three on the list. Yeah, so. it is. Yeah. I mean, fantastic. I, I just, you know, there. Yes, there might be some drama. Um, I will, you know, full disclosure to to, to give both sides. Mm-hmm. While I loved it, I also remember the job that I had. They made it. So, so look, full circle, the nine, nine to five, right? That was one of the jobs where they made it clear. They were like, these are your hours. You're not going over. <laughs> like, this is it. It is nine to six. 
that is it. Take Sorry, your ass there is home. No over- yes. Take your ass home. And I always thought it was so weird. And I was like, that, why wouldn't they want? I mean, people want to work overtime. Why wouldn't they let it? And I think it was just because they were so concerned about you know, overspending the, the after hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, I'm just, oh. no, because when I, when I worked there as I had a, never ran into any issues, but I do remember that like two banks were held up, like in broad daylight. Oh, like, okay. While I was there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like on broad street. And I was like, Oh, all right. So I, I just think it was a liability thing. They were like not trying to have people, you know, uh, hang out after hours and then God forbid something happened to them and, you know, whatever. Gotcha. But, gotcha. Also, yeah. I think, you know, when businesses decide to invest in the city, people are not going to come to the city if there's no jobs. Right. So as businesses well, right. That's a huge, put right, right. their stake into buying real estate there and bringing jobs there, people obviously, the people will right. come. The people will come. So I think that right. is number one. Like, Brooklyn took a long time too for it to become the Brooklyn that it is now. I that's true. Every every I haven't gone to Brooklyn and God and and shit before since COVID. I haven't been to yeah. New York actually. Yeah, I haven't. So, but every time I go to Brooklyn, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I yeah. I was a resident there for almost five years, and I look around, mm. I'm like, this is not the Brooklyn I know. Like, there's so yep. downtown is like it's like so fancy. When I moved there, it was like not great. It was kind of shitty downtown. Uh, yeah. But now, the last time I went, which is probably two years ago, it is a whole new world, and you there's like yeah. first of all, you can't even like drive down there. You have to walk. It's like they blocked yeah. off things like they have promenades. Yeah. Promenades yeah. where promenades, no yes. cars, no buses. You it's, this is for pedestrians only, which is great, but weird. <laughs> that didn't exist. Know, right? That didn't exist in, you know, a few years ago. Yep. I haven't been gone that long. But yeah, so like this shit, it is, it is, you know, it is uh, it's it's a slow moving process. So yeah. Wait, what number was Newark again on this list? Number three. Oh yeah. 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 It's yeah. Okay. So well, no, I am I am excited for Newark. I hope that it continues to grow because yeah, I some of the best fucking food. I mean, goddamn, oh, I miss Newark. God I, damn, I love my current Baltimore's current food. It is a great mm-hmm. food city. But mm-hmm. Jersey is oh God. Well, and it oh. and the other thing is like not only was it great, oh. it was like reasonably priced. Like reasonably you could go priced, and have like diverse. a meal. Yes. Like oh, yes. everything was like family style, and you yes. would just have tons of shit. You're bringing yes. home stuff. Yes. You were like feeding. Yes. Oh. All right, was, now I'm hungry. Was, Thanks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yes. Until I apologize, yes. listeners. But I'm yeah, now. it it is. Newark is fantastic, and I really hope it continues to grow and it gets the the accolades that it deserves. Because, Absolutely. What? Yeah. Sure. Yep. Brick, there you go. Brick mm, City. Mm. Ow. Ow. Yep. If I if I had the horn on this damn free app, I'd play it, but I don't. So uh, we're gonna work on know, our we're gonna work on our sounds. We're gonna work on that. <laughs> we'll work yeah. on the sounds. I'm, uh, well, I'm gonna figure well, something out. No, no, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Well, yeah. um. <laughs> Yeah. Are we calling it? Are are we wrapped up? Are we had our it. weekly wrapped up? We had our topic on, you know, uh workplace. I love this trivia. This trivia. Etiquette and yeah, the trivia. Yes. Yes. The trivia is fantastic. Yeah. I am so 
Was that was that uh should we give a shout out to a family member? That was uh something that was thrown to you by uh, a shout out to my auntie. To you know who you are. Oh, hey my, auntie, thank you, auntie. The good sis, you the be good hooking sis. us up. You did hook us up. Yes, shout thank out. you. That was great. That was great. I, I appreciate it. Oh, Damn, and now I gotta her, go talk to my. Wait a minute. And it's her birthday? birthday tomorrow. Happy almost birthday, Auntie. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Auntie. Happy. She is like, why am I getting this nasal woman singing this birthday song? Look. look. Yes, thank you. When this, we love when this you. pandemic is over, Auntie, we all going out. We going to get these espresso and, martinis. And ironbound. <laughs> ironbound. Yes, we'll be there. We doing it. We doing we it. doing it. Doing it. Yes. No, so this was fantastic. Yes. Thank you, everyone. For still listening for to listening. our crazy asses. You know. Yeah, we crazy. We just gonna get crazier. I know. So, we got a lot you know, to say. And like it most saying about shit, but sometimes we, we hit we hit a gem here and there, you know? I think we're I think we're we're finding our stride though with this jersey. Like we found a, a nice little way to just, you know, give a, a little love note every episode to, to Jersey. Love, so yeah. To our state. Our state. Well, I promise yes. you we'll get more more fun questions. As we go, yeah, no, we're, we'll make it a little yeah, more exciting. We'll do we some more it. hidden facts about the jurors. Damn. Now you like, you really up the ante. Like I got to fucking, I got to pull my family and be like, yo, <laughs> what kind of <laughs> Give me that shit. What you got for me? Who, who's got a historian? Come on, somebody, somebody. True. Give me something. True. Yeah. All right. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to work on it. But thank you all for listening. Hope you are healthy. Um, yeah, man, keep wearing masks because they're just regular viruses out there. Word. I forgot about those. Yeah, wear your mask. So, it doesn't even matter. Mm. Just wear the fucking mask. <laughs> just wear the fucking mask. Just wear the fucking mask. Just do it. Allergies. I don't know. All, all of that it. shit. But anyways, all that shit. All right, stay all right. up. Be safe. Healthy. Peace. Bye.